Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Rap Podcast. I am your host, Nkazumulo Agmube, and if you have not done so, please subscribe. Um, it really helps. It really helps the podcast because if more people subscribe and they like the podcast and you comment on it as well, it will mess with the algorithm and the algorithm will think, hey, this is a really great show. Let's recommend it to more people. And they will recommend it to more people and that'll be good for the both of us. And thank you so much again for listening and let's dive right into it. We'll kick things off with the news, starting off with some transfer rumors. Um, Tottenham and Manchester City have been told they can sign 21-year-old Florentina and Serbia striker Dusan Vlahovic in January, but only if they pay 17 million euros. It's kind of a lot of money for a person I've never heard of before. It's a lot of money. Netherlands midfielder Donny van der Beek has decided to leave Manchester United in general. Good for him. Good for him. You know what this is like? This is like... um, This is like... A person living in a abusive relationship. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud that they've, he's found the bravery to... To break the shackles, to break away from the shackles of our clueless Norwegian coach. Um, I'm very proud of him that he made that decision. I hope that he will inspire other players, i.e. Jesse Lingard, Dean Henderson and so forth, to also stop wasting their careers and move on with their lives. Because, wow, these people are just suffering. But I'm glad for him. I'm happy for them. For Tony. Tony is a great player. He was just unlucky in the managerial lottery. He got, like, the shittiest kind. And it's sad, really. It's sad, really. But I hope that he can pick it up. And he's not old. You know? He's not, like, old. And his character is. He's only 24 years old. So he has a lot of time to try and revive his career and try to build. It's good because Wolves are eyeing a deal for Van der Beek. That's good. That's good. Um, oh, Manchester United put off a move for now Tottenham manager Antonio Conte because of his 250 million transfer budget demands. I don't understand why they didn't want to pay that much. I don't know why they didn't want to give him that much. I mean, they can afford it. But anyway, um, Manchester United hope Zin is in the dance close relationships with Cristiano Ronaldo and Rafael Veran could pursue him to join the club as manager. I hope so too. I really hope. I hope so. We need something new, something different. But another news, Barcelona are planning moves for three Chelsea players. Morocco midfielder Hakim Ziyech. England winger Callum Hudson Odoi uh, and United States midfielder Christian Pulisic. Borussia Dortmund are also interested in Chelsea's ZH and have been in touch with the players' camp. Hmm. See how that one goes. Manchester United will allow England goalkeeper Dean Henderson 
to leave on an age. Oh, I just said this. I just said that um, Donny leaving will inspire a lot of players to do the same. And look, here's, here's Dean Henderson about to do the same. Even though it's an 18-month loan deal, but it's something. Right? Um, in other news that caught my attention, Christian Pulisic goal celebration versus Mexico. So what was the man in the mirror t-shirt message about? Um, it wasn't enough for U.S. national team star Christian Pulisic to score against Mexico. He also wanted to send a clear message to the U.S. arrival. It was written in black marker on the white shirt under his U.S. jersey, and he revealed it all for all to see after Pulisic scored just five minutes after entering the match. And after heading home, a team will cross to put USA ahead to stay he lifted his shirt to show the handwritten words man in the mirror they were in reference to a comment made by Mexico captain uh, Memo Ochoa in the lead up to the match that became a bulletin board material for the American in gold cups Mexico is right there in standings and in fever competition, Mexico has been there, Ochoa told TUDN in comments, translated from Spanish about the rivalry. We have a Confederations Cup. I believe that yeah. So in gold cups, Mexico is right there. In standings and in FIFA competitions, Mexico has been there. Ochoa uh, told TUDN in comments translated from Spanish about the rivalry. We have a Confederations Cup. I believe that Mexico has the most appearances in the World Cup, so it's a rivalry, and Mexico has been in the mirror in which the USA wants to see itself and reflect itself and wants to copy. Wow. After the match, uh, Pulisic, who isn't known for being the type to stay up controversy with his comments or on-field actions, tried to downplay the incident with a little of humor. And I quote, I think you guys know the message. I don't need to speak on it too much, Pulisic said. It's not a big thing that I'm trying to cause controversy. It was just an idea that came in the head and I actually wrote it in a mirror. No, I'm kidding. Someone did it for me. Ha. That's funny. Uh, it's just a message. I think it's a new era now. Before the game, Mexico was talking a lot of smack. And beating them just shuts them up. Ooh. It's intense. And we have to continue to win games and continue to beat them. That's the only way we're going to earn their respect and the world's respect. We're, going, we're on a great path right now and the future is bright. Okay. The win over Mexico was USA's third head-to-head competition triumph in a calendar year. The first time in its history that the USA had accomplished the feat. The Americans came out on top in the Nations League 
final in the globe cup final during the summer before blanking el try in cincinnati and now for more information on the world cup so world cup qualifiers to be exact so we'll start with the african side the CAF. So the African section of the 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifiers acts as qualifiers for the 2022 FIFA World Cup to be held in Qatar for the national teams, which are members of the Confederation of African Football (CAF) for short. A total of five slots in the final tournament are available for CAF teams. Right. So there was a previous proposal to merge the qualification rounds for the 2021 African Cup of Nations with those of the World Cup, but it was turned down in a meeting in 11, on the 11th of June 2018. So CAF reverted to the format used uh, in 2014 World Cup qualification competition, which worked as follows. So there would be uh, three rounds in total. The first round would consist of 28 teams, ranked from 27 to 57. Uh, 50, 254, I mean, and that we played home and away over two legs, and the 14 winners would advance to the second round. Right, and then the second round, which will have um, ranked one and 26, and 14 of the first round winners will be divided into 10 groups of four teams to play home and away round robin matches. And the 10 group winners advance to the third round. The third round will then have the 10 second round group winners play home and away over two legs. And the five winners will then qualify for the World Cup. So now we are, gonna, we are going to be heading into the third round. The second round, teams that qualified, we have Algeria, topped Group A with... With Burkina Faso missing out very narrowly. Um, in Group B, we have Tunisia, who won, who won their group. And Group C, Nigeria won their group in... Group D, Ivory Coast won. In Group E, it was Mali. And in Group F, we have Egypt. In Group G, we have Ghana. In Group H, was Senegal. In Group I, was Morocco. And in Group J, was DRC Congo. So these are the teams that have qualified thus far. So the third round will see the 10 group winners from the second round drawn into five home and away ties. The winners of each fixture will advance to the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. So far, the top goal scorer in the tournament is a man by the name of Islam Slimani. He plays for Algeria and League One club Lyon. And he's the all-time leading goal scorer of Algeria with 38 goals.
Alright. Now for qualification in the side of Europe. So, so far, before we even go any further, teams that have qualified are Germany, Denmark, Belgium, France, Croatia, Spain, and Serbia. So, there are 55 European nations, and qualifying began on March 2021. There are 10 groups of 5 or 6 teams, with qualifying treble headers in March and September to make up for the last World Cup qualifying date in June. 2021 this is when the euro 22 was played right um austria will be in the playoffs by virtue of their nation league performance along either czech republic or wales um there will be three routes each with four teams featuring a semi-final and a final place uh, and a final for a place at the World Cup. The playoffs are to be held in March 2022. The draw will be seeded based upon qualifying round points. The two UEFA Nation League teams will be unseeded and the draw will be held on November 26th. What we know so far are the seeded teams include Portugal and Russia and the unseeded teams will be Austria and North Macedonia. Um, parts to be chosen will be between the Czech Republic, Scotland, Sweden, and Wales. The seeded teams will be at home in the semi-finals with the home team in each final decided by a draw. And now for the South American side. Um, so the qualified teams so far, it's just Brazil. Wow. So as in recent qualifying competitions, all 10 nations play each other home and away. The top four teams qualify directly to the finals. The fifth place team will go to an intercontinental playoff, which is a draw is yet to be determined. The first four rounds of qualifiers in March 2014 were suspended and it finally began in October 2020. However, the two planned rounds of matches in March 2021 were postponed due to issues with European players being uh, unable to travel to South America amid the pandemic. Qualifying resumed with two rounds of games before the Copa America in early June 2021. There will be an additional international break in January 2022 in order to complete qualifying in full of the existing format. Uh, Brazil was the first country to qualify on November 11, 2021, but the other slots are still up for grabs. Um, now for North America, um, which is called the CONCACAF, has 35 FIFA-affiliated nations, most of them very minor in world football. A revamped qualification process has confirmed for the 2022 edition, which was due to begin in September 2022 and run to September 2021. However, this was abandoned due to the coronavirus pandemic. The format had to be reworked again as follows. They have round one, nations ranked 6th to 35th in the FIFA World Ranking were drawn into six groups of five each team played every other team in their group only once in march and june 2021 the six group winners progressed 
rankings were drawn into six groups of five. Each team played every other team in their group only once. In March and June 2021, the six group winners were progressed. And in round two, the six group winners played home and away in a direct elimination format. On June 12th and 15th, 2021, the three winners progressed. And in the final round, winners Canada, El Salvador, and Panama joined the teams ranked 1st to 5th in the FIFA's world rankings. These include Costa Rica, Honduras, Jamaica, Mexico, and the United States. The eight teams will play each other home and away a total of 14 matches. The top three qualified directly with the 4th placed team going to an intercontinental playoff in June 2022. <sighs> In other amazing news, club football returns. So, let's just speak about the PSL first of all. So in the Destiny Premiership, we will see on the 20th of November, Golden Arrows face Orlando Pirates, Kukuni United will face Royal AM, Stellenbosch face Amazulu, Baraka face Chipper United, Supersport United will face Marumo Collins, Cape Town City face Mamanuli Santos. And on Sunday, the 21st of November, we will see TS Galaxy face Swallows, while Marius Bay United face Kaiser Chiefs. Very interesting one, especially the Pirates versus versus Golden Arrows. That one has always been dramatic. It has always been very, very dramatic. Um, a lot of Pirates are coming off from a loss. Uh, they lost to Kaiser Chiefs 2-1, so definitely they'll be looking to get some valuable points and just try to get back on the saddle as fast as they possibly can. Um, a lot of Pirates have won only once in their past in their past six matches wow it's not a good result losing twice and enjoying the rest hmm that's not a good record to be honest but arrows doesn't have a good either arrows has only won once in their last six matches losing twice as well and drawing the rest so it doesn't look good head to head last time these two teams faced golden arrows came out with a 2-0 win and before that it was a draw and before that it was a draw as well and before that it was also a draw the last time pirates beat golden arrows was in 2019 wow when they won 1-0 against golden arrows so the odds that should be more in the favor of Golden Arrows. And another very interesting humdinger of a match, I'd say for me, would be Cape Town City and Melody Sundowns. Because those are really get great teams. Um, head to head in the PSL, Sundowns won the last meeting. The last time Cape Town City beat Sundowns was uh, 2020. And they beat sometimes by three goals to two. And sometimes we'll be looking to continue their unbeaten run and probably keep a clean sheet as they have managed to do so far. Another, I think, interesting match would be Stellenbosch versus Amazulu. 
Sterling Posh and Amazulu are very formidable teams. And the last time they faced each other, Amazulu came out with a 1-0 win. Uh, Sterling Posh have never beaten Amazulu in top flight football, so that's something that's worth noting. Um, the only time they were unable to be defeated by Amazulu was the draw that they had in 2020, and it was a one-on draw. Other than that, they have lost all the other matches they've played against Amazulu. Wow, oh, that's sad. Mars Bacon versus Casey Chiefs. Also, kind of a good one given like the the the, the state of Casey Chiefs, but Mars Bacon also trying to get back on track. Nah, it wasn't. It's not really looking good for 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 Marius back, but they're trying their best to get back. Um, last time they faced each other, it was a one-all draw, and um, the last time Marius back beat Kaiser Chiefs was 2021, actually. That's interesting, and it was in January. That's very interesting, and Marius back won by two goals to nil. Uh, last time KZ Chiefs beat Marius Bay United at one by two goes to one was in twenty twenty of October. Wow. Also a very interesting match. Um as far as the standings go, Marula Sundowns have a game in hand and they are also five points clear of Stellenbosch. Five points clear. Mm, Sundowns are here to lose. No concede a goal this season. Stellenbosch are also yet to lose. Um, but doesn't really make a difference because you're five points behind of a team that has a game in hand. So, hey, we shall see. We shall see indeed. In the Premier League, um, fixtures to look forward to will start on the 20th of November as well. We will see Leicester City face Chelsea, Aston Villa face Brighton, Burnley face Crystal Palace, Newcastle face Brentford, Norwich face Southampton, Watford face Manchester United, and Wolverhampton Wanderers will face West Ham United. And the big game of the day will be Liverpool versus Arsenal. And on Sunday, we'll see Manchester City face Everton, while Tottenham will face Leeds. Interesting. Interesting way to come back, I think. Very, very interesting. Um I think the match that we a lot of people will be looking at would be the Arsenal and Liverpool game. Given the disappointing form that Liverpool finds itself in and how Arsenal seems to be on the rise. And yeah, it'd be very interesting. It's very interesting to see how well they can do uh, against Liverpool. It's a very formidable team, of course. Um, Liverpool handed their first loss against West Ham the last time in their last outing. But last time Arsenal faced Liverpool, uh, Liverpool won by three goals to nil. Wow. Last time Liverpool beat Arsenal was in the Premier League, was in. Uh, last time Arsenal beat Liverpool was in 2020, October. That's really sad, but hey, we'll see how they go. I'm, I'm rooting for. Oh, I would not be rooting for Arsenal. But then again, I hate Liverpool. 
so I don't know. I don't know. Either either way, whoever wins doesn't matter to us. It generally doesn't matter. Um, League One PSG playing against uh, Nites also on the f- on Saturday the twentieth. They would look to solidify their place on top. They're already ten points ahead. They might as well just stop playing now. They'll still win at the end even if they stop playing right now. Mathematically, that's impossible, obviously, but you get my point. Of course, you get my point. Um, in Germany, the Bundesliga, um, Bayern will play Friday against Augsburg. Will con- look to continue there four-point lead maybe extend it a little bit hopefully even though it's for a short while until Borussia Dortmund play against Stuttgart on the next day which is the 20th of November and now for the Asian side of the World Cup qualifiers the Asian section of the 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifiers access qualifiers for the 2022 FIFA Club FIFA World Cup to be held in Qatar for national teams who are members of the Asian Football Confederation. Apart from Qatar, who qualify automatically as hosts, a total of 4.5 slots, 4 direct slots and 1 inter-confederation playoff slot. In the final tournament are available for AFC teams. So again here we're gonna have a couple of rounds. The first round will consist of 12 teams ranked 35 to 46. They will play home and away over two leagues and the six winners will advance to the second round. In the second round we will have 40 teams, 4-0, ranked from number one down to 34 also including the f- six first round winners were divided into eight groups of five teams to play home and away robin matches and originally the eight group winners and the four best group runners up were supposed to advance to the third round of the fifa world cup qualification as well as qualified to the 2023 afc asian cup however since qatar won their group the fifth best runners up took their place in the round in their round in the third round 12 teams which advanced from the second round will be divided into six groups of six teams it will be divided into two groups of six teams to play home and away round robin matches the top two teams of each group will qualify for the world cup and the third place teams will advance to the fourth round now the fourth round will have the two third place teams from the third round and will play home and away over two legs and the winners will then advance to the inter-confederation playoffs. So in group A we have Iran and South Korea who advanced as Iran as the winners, South Korea as the runners up and Lebanon as the third best placed team. In Group B, we have Saudi Arabia who won their group, followed by Australia and Japan being the third place, third best placed team. 
So the inter-confederation playoffs will be determined by another draw to be held at a later date. They are scheduled to be played on June 2022. Uh, quick side note, I'd like to thank SoccerNews.com for providing us with the new Soccer News that we received from Soccer News on the Moya app, if you are interested, um, for free data-free information of any kind. If you made it to this part of the podcast, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Um, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Um, be sure to comment, like, subscribe, um, and do all the nice things. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Be sure to spread positivity on your way.